Okay, guys, welcome to the Talking Fit podcast. And today you've only got me and Greg hosting because Rogan uh, is was unable to meet it, make it because he has fucked thrush. up his diary, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> his his thrush. <laughs> That's the rumor. That's Rogan's rumor. That's now. Rogan's rumor. got thrush. Got thrush. Uh, and today we are interviewing uh, James McCarthy. Uh, on his perspectives of being a vegan and vegetarian and how that corresponds and how we can use that um, to, to improve body composition, improve health, the, the considerations, whether or not it is actually beneficial or not uh, from a health point of view. Uh, but we're not going to get into that now. We're going to let James break it down for you. Um, so we did actually try recording this episode before didn't we but someone messed it up mm-hmm. <clears throat> no that was me that was absolutely me um forgot to press save on the uh <laughs> rookie <good>. error <laughs> we're learning we're learning. um but okay let's uh let's uh kick off today then shall we with uh first but, question to james want to give a little brief introduction of yourself um, and where you've come uh, from greg this is what see rogan's not here so we're gonna mess this up <laughs> the women you have laid whatever you want to talk <laughs> your about. conquests <laughs> we're here for you man go on let's go let's hear where you come from what you do What's your expertise? Um, right, so I'm a personal trainer, stroke, stroke MNU certified nutritionist, if you want the official title. Um, so mostly work with clients um, on a one-to-one basis and then online with nutrition. Um, as you said, I'm a vegetarian myself. I've been so since the age of around five, no, around yeah, five years old, I turned vegetarian. That's crazy. Um, but to begin with, I was a vegetarian who didn't eat meat at home, but I still ate Burgers and sausages and especially McDonald's. I especially didn't, McDonald's. Yeah, I didn't associate it with um, meat. Um, and when it's only 60% meat, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. So, what's the rest of it? Boot and raccoon. Because <laughs> <laughs> raccoon is not meat. <laughs> um, yeah, Same so reference. That's pretty much Man, it. <laughs> so, like, James, I, mean, I suppose one of the points that I wanted to, co- to kind of get through today was wondering, like, so you hear a lot of things online, you've got a lot of forums, you've got a lot of different whether they be biased or not but you've got a lot of different opinions when it comes to vegetarianism and not to say they're slightly um militarized at this stage i don't mean it like that i mean they can be a little bit cultish and they can have skewed views of how their diet tends to be a perfect diet comparable to everything else Greg, just stop interviewing so good because otherwise rogan will expect <laughs> us to do it more often okay so bring it down a notch. Yeah, yeah, food. <laughs> <laughs> so we were wondering like can you break down a little bit of the science when it comes to it because normally like when me and kane are trying to preach to people about increased protein lower calories the standard towards fat loss yeah um where does vegetarian come into that vegetarianism i suppose well, in terms of how you get how, how would you either achieve your goals of protein is it inherently this is a lot of questions at once actually let's start with is it inherently a healthier diet than omnivore um no it's... carry on no it's not uh, a lot of people somewhere. think going vegetarian they're naturally going to be healthier but um Basically, most vegetarians are well are health-seeking individuals. So, if you look at any of the studies where they're living longer, it's down to they, they smoke less, they drink less, they generally live a healthier life, as opposed mm. to it's not down to cutting out meat itself. Well, that's I think that's a really good point. They are just naturally more health-conscious because mm. they whether they do it from like you, yours was from. Yeah, mine was, um, yeah, like humanitarian reasons. Mm. I loved animals, didn't want to kill them. So. Fine, fine. Um, that's, that's, that's cool. And it's an argument that we, that we never try to have here. We don't try and touch on morals here. This isn't our game. No. This is why, like, when someone, if I speak with someone who's a new client and they say I'm a vegetarian, I go, 
moral reasons or health reasons. So if they try and argue the health side of it, I can argue back a little bit. If they say moral reasons, I just cut it there and I, try, yeah, and yeah, I just say, exactly what, right, what can be, we do to get yeah. you to whatever goals you need to get to? And to be fair, sometimes on this show, we do poke fun of vegetarians, but for, like... It's so easy. It's so... No. <laughs> <laughs> but every one of us has the same perspective where if it's a moral uh, decision, that is completely on you I can't argue like I can't argue the moral perspective no. of it because I just play the ignorant card yeah and that's well that's just said it it's a little bit ignorant of me but it's how I get by eating meat yeah. I think I'd be happy if someone gave me a perfect replacement yeah I would do that if, uh, don't say corn no they're making they're making like a lab burgers like like synthetic meat now they've got like burgers pretty much down but it's passing like FDA testing at the moment I think which as soon as they come out with that I'm on board. I'm happy. I'll I jump ship. Stop eating meat. Uh, I'll jump ship if they can prove it's of the same quality, etc. I'm happy to mm-hmm. jump ship, man. Like, I mean, I, people always say to me, "What if someone was eating your dogs?" And that breaks me. Yeah, 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 that's the one. Yeah. That's always the one. What happens if, like, you know, in China they eat dogs, and you're like, <laughs> "My dogs." <laughs> <laughs> now I can't eat rabbits because I see you got rabbits yeah. pets. Well, no, you say that, but my girlfriend, like, we've even asked her, like, like, oh, well, you know, now you've got rabbits, would you? Would you still eat rabbits? She's like, if they died, I'd eat my rabbits. <laughs> it's like, whoa! <laughs> but like, I, I suppose like some of the other stuff you want to get to. How do you do? You still set yourself a particular protein target? Um, yeah, I'll aim for usually around one twenty grams a day. Um, that's something I do now. Obviously, when I was younger, as a vegetarian, like probably in my teens, I I really didn't give a shit. Um, I eat like a bit. I just can't swear on this podcast. <laughs> I go through periods of eating a completely beige diet, so it would be just mm, pizza, pasta, too, yeah, um, sandwiches and crisps uh, for lunch with, yeah, just whatever goes. Because um, yeah, when I was a teenager, what, I was about fourteen, fifteen. I was um, slightly anemic, and that was that's again one of the things you got to take into consideration is where you're getting your iron from. Um, so we can look at like I mean you might be better to tell us than we could tell them. Um, what are the health pitfalls I suppose of vegetarianism? What might be the nutritional deficiencies that you might come across? Uh, well, like I said, it's, people think, oh God, where do you get your protein? But there are, if you're a ve- vegetarian, vegan slightly different. But vegetarian, there are you know multiple ways of getting it in. Mm. Um, that's not really an issue. It's more uh, vitamin D, vitamin B12, calcium, and iron. Well, calcium dependent on if you consume dairy or not, mm-hmm. um, they're the main ones really that you want to make sure you're you're getting through your diet or otherwise supplementing. Because mm. like I mean, I, I can't remember what podcast I was listening to. They all kind of blend together at the stage, but where they spoke about like if you're looking for B12 from a vegetarian perspective, you literally got to like eat a whole field of spinach in order to get like B12. Yeah. Recommended daily allowances, so like that's one of the supplements you might want to look at as a vegetarian. That's almost not a guarantee that you need to take, but it is probably yeah. one of them. Do you supplement B B vitamins? Um, yeah, I just take a B complex yeah. every day. Yeah, um, that and I take also zinc is another one. Yeah, okay, purely because I don't eat meat. Hmm. Um, but everything else, I, I consume dairy, so um, I'm not sure on calcium and things like that. Yeah, that's another one. A lot of people, um give up dairy because it's almost a bit in vogue to be like oh I'm dairy free mm. um, you know there's a lot of health benefits of dairy not your mother not your milk did I see that somewhere before I don't know is that, that not what <laughs> <that one? laughs> I just came up with something really cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can sell that right yeah. so yeah. Like, <laughs> but I like I mean it's, it's a difficult one like we like I said we spoke about it whether it's, it's the morality of it I think the it's going to come up at some stage we might as well bring it up now what the health came out 
and it did cause a major stir not I don't think in the educated part of the industry no. I think in the uneducated part of the industry it caused a major stir which are the kind of people who are on what risk mm. I exactly mean, I mean like people who are I'm not going to say vulnerable because it sounds it's, it's, condescending it does, yeah. sound, it does sound condescending it's just like you can't be an expert in everything so this may not be something that you have experience mm. in but like people are vulnerable to stuff that mainstream media will tell them I mean one of my clients came in to me yesterday and she goes you know if you stop drinking in your 40s you're more likely to get dementia I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> I was like, where did you hear that? I like it. Yeah. But like, where did I you I could convince it? myself of that. That's great, but that's but, not... <laughs> but this is the kind of stuff that people get piped, that gets, gets piped out in mainstream yeah. media and it is very damaging. I think what the health was one of them. Did you actually watch James? Yeah, I've only seen a little bit, but yeah, because uh, Kane basically told me his load of shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, not, I, actually, I didn't finish it. I watched the first bit. I watched the first eight minutes I watched him verbally and that abuse took that me woman. 40 minutes I watched him verbally abuse that like receptionist yeah yeah I yeah, just that, couldn't that, watch it after that, that was pretty much it for me as well <laughs> I was like, what, what, what's this poor woman done to you but it wasn't it on vegan.com you mentioned that the first time we tried to do this that's right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. vegan toilet part didn't that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. it was, it was yeah, on vegan.com and he was I think he was an MD or a nutritionist um, and he, he was a vegan and he came at it from a vegan perspective and he said this documentary is full of shit basically like pointing out there's no evidence that a zero meat diet has any benefits over a reduced meat diet because there is evidence to show the reduced meat mm-hmm. might have health benefits mm-hmm. but usually that also comes with body weight it's easier to consume more calories on high meat diet obviously mm-hmm. uh, things like that but yeah he, he went into all like the, the science of things and basically came to the perspective at the end saying like we are ve- vegans for a moral reason and mm-hmm. if the more we try and twist the science to our own agenda the worse we all look they look crazy yeah like in that circumstance they look crazy but when you get like like an accredited an accredited site like vegan.com actually tearing down a, a quote-unquote pro-vegan documentary then it really puts it into perspective how shit it actually is yeah and how damaging it is to actual other vegans yeah mm. yeah it is it is damaging to vegans but that I mean that, that what was, was it eggs are comparable to cigarettes yeah it was uh, milk is institutionalized institutionalized racism uh and oh, i need someone to elaborate on that yeah. one i don't know <laughs> I, it was something like because they give milk to kids in schools but a higher proportion of black children are lactose yeah, intolerant i heard that that, yeah, that is supposed one. to be fairly legit though isn't it because they're they're more they're and they're more predisposed to diabetes they are yeah they uh, are they are more um Predisposed, predisposed to 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 lactose intolerance, but that doesn't mean that trying to help them and give them milk is, you know, they're trying to get their calcium up. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm not not, not denying the initial point is still fucking (laughs) and ridiculous, but it's just, but like this is like this is some perspective that you can put on. Just be. What was the one that just came out? Was it Unsolved? The new documentary that came out. It's on Netflix. Explained. Vox. Explained. Explained. Yeah. It was actually a really, really good. Really? One. Did you watch that? Yeah, that yeah. was the first one. And I was sat there and I was cringing to start. I was like, this is gonna be another one of those ones yeah. that make me mad. Absolutely. And it was spot on. But that's just that that's going a bit away from the point because we're talking about I know we're trying to talk about vegetarianism, but it just shows that there is some documentaries out there that can actually put across a good point. And the, yeah, but the majority of um, health documentaries out there do have a vegetarian or vegan agenda mm-hmm. that they are trying to push and and don't the, the the tip here basically is just don't get your 
advice, your health advice from documentaries and newspapers. Get them from legit people like James, who obviously is a vegetarian vegan. He's got loads of interesting information on vegetarianism and veganism, and he's educated on the subject. He's not just talking shit. He can actually compare studies. Yeah, I think there was one actually recently um, on the ISSN, and it was on uh, two groups: kids who were given milk i think with their breakfast over nine months so one group had um eight grams of protein from milk a day the other group didn't um and over nine months the ones consuming the milk had improved cognitive function in school and higher lean mass yeah so it's milk has got like phenomenal like success rate in studies yeah like, like just generally everything this nutritional complex it. is stupid it's, if you actually look at the back of it like yeah. it's like and i know people will get into is it's homogenized and pasteurized and what damage that may do to it that's a little bit beyond this but like yeah. if you just look at the base nutritional breakdown on the back on the back don't get me wrong if you're lactose intolerant yeah we, we get it yeah but like Milk's great. <laughs> there was an awesome. Um, I can't remember which podcast it was, but it was Lyle McDonald talking about it, and he was like, "Okay, yeah, I was looking into all these like women's issues and like how how um, prevalent osteoporosis is in in women." So I started to try and like formulate the best calcium uh, supplement I could, and started putting like all these different things in it. By the end, after after I kind of did it all, put it all together, and I looked back at what I'd He's done, made milk. I've made milk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So there you go. Um, anything like so like uh, what did you you didn't watch what the health? What's some of the stuff that really bothers you about the vegan side of the industry? I mean the more cultish side of it that you find damaging towards what your pursuit in health is. I know it's for moral reasons, but that actually damage your cause as a vegetarian. <laughs> it's vegetarianism a cause. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've said it now anyway. It's too late. Um, what's the point of what? What disadvantages to disadvantage being... to some of those people and what they say that actually damages what you guys try and put across. Right, um, okay, well, I guess it's down to the point again of like vegan being, yeah, healthier. You're going to live longer. Um, coming out with all the fallacies about things like milk, um, consuming eggs, etc. And also, you get a lot. As one recently, I think it was actually it was about a year ago or eighteen months ago, a mother in Italy had forced her child had brought her child up to be vegan i think um right from birth up to about two years of age and she was completely deficient in like so many more things um she'd been taken to court i think and i yeah. think they're trying to make it a jurisdiction now in italy or they were this was in 2016 um to try and parents can go get like two-year prison sentence if their children are malnourished down to their own nutritional beliefs yeah so, i think i mean like that, that's legitimate i think that has to cross over not just mm -hmm. in veganism but to just omnivores on the other on the other side of the spectrum who just feed their kids McDonald's. Like, yeah. I mean, this has to be a perspective on both sides of the foot, yeah, on both absolutely. sides of the coin here. Like, we're not just knocking vegans there. Like, that obviously is a ridiculous case. But the amount of times you watch kids and they literally are raised on crisps and coke. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, anything else? Um. Nothing else, little bastards. Um. Practically, then, like, what, like if we have any like vegetarians vegans watching this like in terms of like meeting your nutritional requirements what recommendations would you would you give yeah uh, so like I covered um, previously looking at where you're getting your um, your vitamin B12 vitamin D iron zinc calcium from so if you're getting dairy you, uh, you're gonna get some vitamin D B12 and you're gonna cover your calcium um, if you also want to make sure you're getting like plenty of like a mixture of fruits and vegetables in your diet also nuts, seeds, things like that will give you most of your micronutrients. 
Um, and then it's just down to like your protein needs. So it's more than easy to meet your protein needs for the day. Um, you've got whey protein. If you don't consume that or you are vegan, then you can use a rice pea blend. Um, is that superior as a protein source? Uh, no, well, whey is pretty much... Not to whey, I mean, oh, okay. to, to other vegan sources. Yeah, I mean, um, usually most of them, they've got a complete amino, prof- amino acid profile in oh, them, so it's good. pretty good. Um, you can use meat substitutes if you like things like that, so like corn, etc. That's, again, got a full amino acid profile. Um, so, so check for, for some of the audience who don't really understand the amino acid profile thing, so how would you, how would you describe a full amino acid profile? Uh, you don't have to list all the amino acids. No. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't put me on the spot and do that. Um, so what, you've got your nine essential amino acids which help to make up protein. Um, so we need to get those through our diet. So you can combine certain foods, so things like um, beans on toast uh, or peanut butter on toast. You can you can get all your amino acids, but individually or sorry separately on their own, you won't get. Like if you're just using peanut butter as a protein source, you won't get all your amino acids. If you have it with like um, a grain bread, you can get all the amino acids you need from it. Amazing. So you need to kind of combine foods. Um, that brings me on to another point. A lot of, um, I say vegans, it can be vegetarians as well. They'll say, oh, nuts are a good source of protein, aren't they? Yeah. Um, if you try and get all your protein from nuts, you're going to be in such a calorie surplus, yeah. surplus that you're... You know, you're not in a healthy. Now, a lot of people though. do that, like like uh, quinoa as well. Like oh, quinoa is a great source of protein. No, it's a carb. It's yeah, a source of carbohydrate exactly. with some protein. Yeah, with some protein. <laughs> so, so it, if you took a few of those things, like nuts and quinoa, where you've got a high carb source and a high fat source, but you end up between them hitting yeah. your protein, would that be fine, or would you need to have some kind of other protein source in there? Um, yeah, again, it just depends on your totals for the day, what your goals are, but. Um, uh, another factor is hitting your leucine threshold. So that leucine is um, like an indicator of amino acid we need if your goal is to put on muscle, then you definitely want to get that in each meal. Um, so that's something to look at. You can look at look at the leucine content of certain foods online, and again, you could combine the two Amazing. to meet your needs. Mm. Um, so one of the questions actually that just came to mind now that I wanted to ask earlier was, a lot of people you see now that they're coming out as athletes, a lot of coming out as vegan. Coming out, coming like, out. They, they've been in the closet about being a vegan. Closet vegan. This is really hard for me. I just want to tell your mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if my it's son a, came home and told me he was vegan, my I swear. Should, my parents should take it well. My brother's vegan. <laughs> anyway, yeah, true. Um, but a lot of them are declaring themselves vegan, <laughs> and. Uh, it seems to, it seems to be running through the media now where it might be a better source because a lot of them will speak about how much better they feel since they have become vegan. And um, I was listening to it on Talksport. Never I should never listen to when they talk about nutrition on on me like on any sort of media source. But um, and in fairness, they had a nutritionist actually phone up, and he made a fantastic point. And he was like, "There is millions and millions of pounds going into sports science in all these major clubs. If they thought vegan was the best choice for them." Every one of them would be on a vegan yeah, diet, which I thought was amazing. brilliant, and yeah. I was like, "Yes, yes, sorry." I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> that started off as a question, and just became, "Yeah, no, that's a fair point." Like, yeah. there's, there's like, there's a lot of research at this point. Yeah, going into like sports conditioning, if if it was optimum for performance, 
then everyone will be there. Like and, and that's not to say that it can't be optimum. It's yeah, just yeah. Not, it's just not specifically optimum. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, when they talk about like if I was playing for Manchester United for two hundred fifty thousand pounds a week, and the sports scientist said you are now a vegan, you'll go, yes, sir. Yeah. Because you're getting paid to do. You're getting paid to perform. If they saw it as the as a advantage to performance, there's absolutely no way they wouldn't have you on it already. I would have thought. Yeah, no. In thoughts. general, a lot of well, a lot of pro footballers are known to. Uh, they're pretty hard to get them to change their nutrition, mm. like beliefs and um, what they eat and stuff. You know, they they just they do the work on the pitch and that's it. They like to go eat their Nando's, etc. Um, mm. Did a talk on one of the MNU days and one of the the head nutritionists for Everton Football Club was there and the players every day uh, they would have their cheese toasties for breakfast mm. um, and you just couldn't get them to change this. But so I think the last thing you want to do with pro athletes is try and make them vegan as well. You know. It's, so you'd say that's more of a behavioural thing than a necessarily it not being beneficial? Yeah, for, like performance-wise, I can't see any like Benef- benefits. Okay. Yeah, not to my knowledge, anyway. Okay. Well, that's I'm out of questions. Kane, anything mm. else for him? What have we covered? Just recap then. So like we do. There's, is is there any like let's, let's uh, offer these brief answers then to James to summarise. Is there any specific health benefit to being vegan uh, or vegetarian? Oh, vegetarian. Well. In theory, it should force you to eat more fruits and vegetables in your diet. So okay. it should be a more nutrient-dense diet. But as you, as I said, when I was a teenager, it, there are ways of getting around. If you want to, you can live on pizza, yeah. pasta, crisps, um, and have a generally crap diet. But if you are more health conscious, you're getting your protein in, you're getting, you should also, um, you'll get a, a wider fatty acid profile. So you should get a blend of like monounsaturated um polyunsaturated and saturated fats as opposed to some people who just focus too much on meat are getting like more than enough saturated fat and neglect maybe things like um, olive oil nuts uh, avocados where you do get more monounsaturated fats from but then if we took so for for artists if we took that from the perspective of a healthy meat eating diet versus a healthy vegetarian diet protein and calorie matched would and vegetable and micronutrient intake match would there be any specific oh, there's, no there's no there's no benefit to it then cool. um, and in, in fact it's probably more difficult um on a vegetarian or vegan diet because you've got to you've got to be more conscious about where you're getting yeah making a complete you know, meal with it okay perfect so uh specific health benefits specific performance benefits to being a vegetarian or vegan can't see anything um unless someone was unknowingly lactose intolerant and then they 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 move to a vegan diet and um you know they'll okay cool feel better off it right uh and then so for our vegetarian listeners specific tips for hitting protein intake yep um so ideally you consume dairy because eggs milk um things like cottage cheese great source of protein also contain a lot of nutrients with them um if you don't do dairy then look for meat substitutes so corn is a good one they also do that now in a vegan one so it doesn't contain any egg whites um you've got tofu beans they all contain yeah a good amount of protein that's okay. that's your best bet really cool uh, and then common nutrient deficiencies that may need supplementation um so again if we're talking vegetarian or vegan let's say they're not having milk so you need to look at calcium is a big one mm. um vitamin b12 and vitamin d but vitamin d's pretty much goes for everyone living in the UK um, and then you're looking at iron and zinc cool uh, amazing then thank you James really good, really good talk today um, 
oh, we've got to close it off now. <laughs> we've got no Rogan. We've lost our, we've lost probably, our, steer, uh, our, our driver. We're probably going to cut this off and just have him <laughs> finish it at some stage. <laughs> anyway, no, it's been amazing having you guys on. Um, thanks to Kane Owen as usual. Um, and James for coming on and talking yep, to us about vegetarianism. And yeah. um, we will see you soon. What's for your name? I'm Greg Foley, and yeah. we will see. You now. <laughs> I'm, and we'll see you very soon. We got a few, cool, a few really cool announcements coming up about a possible trip. So we'll keep you guys informed about those, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, Amazing. guys. Thank you very much, guys.